All right, so we are going to start off with, oh dear God, we went in four different directions. Roll a d4. Oh, oh, that's, a, that's good a good point. Good point. Okay. Let me roll it. I'm going to roll it. Yeah. Laura and Dreamer is one. Harry and is two. Three is Luffy. Four is Octavian. All right. Three. Luffy. So we're going to start with Luffy. A hero in my own right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even exaggerating when I say that I'm like in a dead sprint, like mm-hmm. through the streets of the city. Mm-hmm. On my way to this, onto the to this temple, church, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. it's it's a small place. So they, religion is weird here. So their their temples and churches are kind of just, especially this one is just a small structure with lots of shit beneath it into, you know, the stone. As you kind of approach it and weaving your way through the roads. You'll see outside is just like a, a large like stone obelisk. And at the center, it looks to be like a gem set inside. Okay. And there are two large stone doors entering into this, this small, quaint little like building. Okay. I will approach. Do the doors open when I try them? They do. Okay. So yeah, I, I push the doors open or pull the doors open, whichever way. Mm-hmm. And step inside. Oh, brother. Um... It- Sorry, I'm caught off guard. Uh, how can I help you? It, it, I'm assuming this is a man that I speak to. Oh, outdoor. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Big old okay. bushy beard. Okay. I say, sir, I apologize for my um, haste, but uh, my name is Lefis the Shattered. I, I am a renowned clan crafter uh, from the Doorway Clan Dwarves in the Doorway Mountains. I, I have lost a friend of mine, and I believe that his time is nearly up. Um, Unless we could um, have him uh, restored to life. Um, only I know that um, dwarves are very particular people, uh, and he is a, um, a Goliath, you know. He's, he's a very large one. Um, I'm wondering uh, if such a thing is possible that uh, you might be able to help us. You want me to resurrect a Goliath? Yes, very much so. And I'd be willing to trade quite a lot for it. My my dear boy, I respect your clan greatly. They are decently known in these parts, but the dwarves of the Golden Vein Hills and the Goliaths of this region have been at odds for quite some time. I can assure you this is a Goliath unlike any you've ever met or even heard of. Um, he's the last of his kind, not ones that have ever been even close by these hills. It is not for me to decide. I will need to speak with the elders and determine this. Um, perhaps I may be able to help? By all rights and circumstances, you should not even be in this church. I am taking your clan name as permittance for this far. I will see what I can do, but I cannot promise anything. We believe death is written in the stone. It is not one thing easily undone. You see, there are uh, a great many things that are uh, written in stone, trust me. I know this uh, very well. Um, it is no different to be etched in metal, though. Uh, such things can be undone. I w- would offer, if it would please your elders, 
um, that I could trade a a very important clan relic uh, in exchange for the life of my companion. What relic is this? I reach for my right arm Mm -hmm. and roll my sleeve all the way up to about midway up like my bicep. There is a seam between the scales and this like solid silver mechanism. I hook a claw into the seam and pull it all the way around and with like a a click and like a hiss, pull the whole mechanism off of my right arm. And taking it in my left hand, I approach the dwarf and I hold it out to him. I thought this was just armor. It is your hand. (laughs) One of two, yes. Keep it for now, I will forward this to the others. I cannot promise anything. Uh, Very well. Uh, May I wait here? You may, but stay in the back. Uh, Very well. He's kind of going to go down the the central aisle. You'll see again at the far end another obelisk, a larger one with a a larger gem at the center. This one is kind of redirecting sunlight coming in through windows around kind of the central area. And he's going to go down a circular staircase in the back, going down underground. This is a very dimly lit kind of room building. The only real light source in here is whatever sunlight is streaming off of the gem up, up towards the center. And we're going to cut away from Luffy for a moment and head over to Harrion. So as the party splits up, I'm going to raise my hood and sort of slowly wander over to Western District. As I get closer to where the temple is, I'm going to sort of keep an eye out for any sort of symbols or statues. This is a new, an unfamiliar term for me, so I'm approaching with caution because I don't really know what I'm walking into. So you see uh, quite a few shops and spaces as you walk by. There is quite a bit of hustle and bustle. You're kind of smack dab in the middle of the uh, Craftworks district. A lot of noise from just shops making things to sell. As you kind of hit the edge of it, you can kind of see the slums off in the distance a little bit. You stumble upon a very small kind of two-floored building. Outside is not really full-on statues. You see these have kind of been worn away over time. There's actually a broken one on the other side of the door. But they have kind of been replaced with uh, silver shining snowflakes. Kind of a, a, a strong, dark wood door to try and go inside. So there's no, like, there's no faces or anything. It's just it's just a symbol. Pretty much from just wear and some, vandal, some, some vandals have kind of come through and a while ago kind of taken some things out. Is there anyone nearby, like someone who looks relatively local, like shopping or anything like that? Oh, uh, yeah, you see a few dwarves a little bit down the road, kind of... Uh, Right outside a blacksmith's shop, you can kind of hear the rhythmic hammering in the distance. They're all dwarves? Yeah. Okay. Over towards the other side, you do see a few humans and halflings. You can really see where the road changes from a stone to just like a gravel kind of muddish dirt path. Is anyone going in or out of the temple? No. I'm going to head over towards, like, the slum area first, mm-hmm. where the, like, humans and halflings are, and just 
someone who seems unoccupied walk up and just strike up a conversation. You can see a slightly older woman kind of with like a, a little shopping basket doing her morning shopping. I'll just walk up and say, uh, excuse me, ma'am, I, I'm new to the area. I had a question if, if you have a moment. Mm, a, a, a quick one. These vegetables won't stay fresh forever. Oh, yeah. Even in this chill, I understand. I, I point back towards the temple and say, um, I noticed that there was some damage to one of the doors over on the, the, the temple. Do you know much about that building? Uh, that place, it's... It could use some more damage if you catch my drift. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. I, I've I've heard, I've heard whispers of uh, the attendees there. I, could you elaborate? I, again, I'm I'm new to this area. Do you have your hood up or down? No, it's up. It's definitely it's up. up. She's kind of just gonna go in closely. It's an elvish religion, from what I could tell. They used to have these wonderful statues. I mean, they were nice looking, but of course, you know. Elvish. Right, naturally. Um, some kids a few weeks ago went through with uh, a war hammers they got from uh, Smithy down the road and just went to town. No one was really up in arms about it except for the priestess on the inside. From what I hear, she filed with the city, but well, the door's been trying to push them out for a few years now, so we're hoping that this was the last straw. Yeah, makes sense. I'll I'll uh I'll give it a wide berth, and I appreciate the uh, the advice. Yeah. Stay warm, brother. Hmm. And same to you. And I'm gonna break away and head up towards where the dwarves were milling about. Mm-hmm. Again, definitely hood up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just walk up and say, "I ex- excuse me, sirs. I'm I'm very sorry to bother. I I've heard some some circumstances around that uh, that." early day frost building I don't know some something about vandals I was just curious what happened well I'm new to the area are you yeah I just came through from uh, Good News Bay oh quite a far way out bring any fish with you by any chance I, I I didn't the travel was harder than I was expecting so I had to eat everything on my way up uh, s- struggles on the road we don't get much travelers in that area <laughs> yeah it's just the, the weather was worse than I was expecting that's one of the reasons that place should be in more shambles. They think that uh, anything that gives us this cold will be thoughtful and nice to us. But um, a couple of local kids uh, procured some weapons from a reputable shop. And he's going to kind of glance over to a weapons rack on the side and you'll see just like a series of war hammers. And... Uh, Boys will be boys. They went through and smashed up what they could on the exterior. I heard there's elf magic coming from that building. That can't be right. There's some superstitions around it. It's been there for probably about 20 years now. It's the last, not the last, uh, 10, 12 governors past. Let them come in as a sign of goodwill. And since then, they've been trying to convert some of the people in the area. It's, it's, it's a shame. It's a real mess of things. Whatever magic they say they have is superstitious nonsense. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that makes sense. I, I appreciate the information. Uh, have have a, a lovely rest of your day. Need any... Do you plan on going back to Good News Bay soon? Uh, I'm not sure. I might uh, I might stay here for a little while. I, um, 
work is hard to find these days, you know? Some of the mines use a couple of... You can say, see, can't kind of tell he's going about to say lengthies, but he's going to kind of correct himself a little bit. Um, a few of the mines hire humans, uh, mostly towards the south. Tunnel number four, I believe. Some from the lower districts use it. Oh, thank you, sir. I, I appreciate the tips. Take care. And I'm going to head back and probably give it 15 minutes just to make sure that no one's actually watching me. And then mm-hmm. I'll head inside directly as soon as it looks like no one's really paying any attention. You just try and go for the doors? Yeah. Yeah, they are locked. That makes sense. <laughs> is there like a knocker or anything? There is kind of like a, a steel kind of knocker off to the side. I will give it a quick wrap. And again, just keep my sort of vision towards the sides to make sure that I'm not really being observed. A few people are kind of just giving you side glances just because no one really goes into the the church. But after a few minutes, you'll hear kind of a solid wood on stone uh, footsteps coming up. And the door is kind of, kind of, you'll hear a couple of lashes being undone. And then a pullback and a strong security chain will kind of come into view. What shovel do you want now? I'm going to half pull my cloak back and expose my ears and just say, I'm seeking refuge, may I enter? Brother. And you can say she's going to slam the door right in your face and you'll just hear chains and numerous kind of locks going on. And the door will open just enough and you'll see this pale hand kind of jut out, grab your cloak and yank you inside <laughs> as the door slams behind you and locks up the side. Guys, I just got kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting you back. <laughs> I told, I've told them numerous times, the refugees are coming through the back. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm unformally seeking refuge. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're speaking of. Yeah, you're elf, right? Yes. I am, yes. Uh, persecution on the streets, trying to hide from the dwarves. Um, I've, I've managed to keep my presence mostly under wraps, aside from some locals out front. There's a door in the back, um, lower entrance that people can come and go. It's a little more discreet. I don't have to open up the 17 locks on the front door. Keep that in mind for the future. I apologize. I, I, I'm new to the area. My name is Harrian, by the way. And yours? Annalie. Annalie, okay. Can I ask you some questions? Is that alright? If I can ask you some in return, you... Why come here, of all places? Uh, well, I, I'm new to the city, and this felt sort of like home. I, I don't know. It, it just had a familiar feel to it. I was, I was drawn here, and I was curious about uh, your presence in this very hostile city. It was a... a test, you could say. My mother was tasked with opening this church and made bargains with our governor of Pass, who let her open it here. Uh, But since then, it's been nothing but hostile and vandalism since from the other governors and the people. They're not much for the elves. Yeah, I, I gathered so. And could you tell me of your patron? Lady of the Morning Frost? Yes. The Lady Aurora. Okay. That, I, I'm sorry. Um, that was what I was expecting. Uh, John, is this, is this woman an elf or human? Elf. Okay. You do recognize the name, however. Yeah. I say, I, I do apologize. I've misled you slightly. And I'm going to sort of disrobe, or not disrobe, I'm going to pull my hood fully down. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to... Um, 
pull the my blade and pull the, the weapon um, just sort of pop it into existence and say my name is Harrion I'm the winter knight of Mab she's going to immediately go wide-eyed and take a knee uh, that's entirely unnecessary uh no, this is entirely necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not that formal. I, I appreciate the kindness. I didn't come here. Uh, I'm, I'm not a refugee. I, I did not realize this situation was so dire. I came here with a band of friends, and one of my colleagues has, has died. We're, we're looking for any form of true resurrection. I am not as familiar with Lady Aurora as... Uh, I don't entirely know her scope. Is is this something that you could help me with? You can kind of see that her eyes are going to get a little bleary, kind of tear up a little bit. I am not my mother, so no. But a year ago, she was killed on the streets, and I have not yet attained her rank for such. And she's going to start breaking down. I'll just lay my hand on her shoulder and say, I understand that's uh it's a tough, tough area to be in. Is there anything that I could help with? Can I help you ascend to any sort of rank? Not to my knowledge. I'm still figuring out some of this dealing with the refugees. It's... I, I know in all intents and purposes, we don't technically serve the same queen. I pray to her daughter while you serve the mother. Yeah. <laughs> serve as a... Uh, yes. <laughs> I am... Um... I have heard of the plights of the knights. Time and training is all I need. My mother was training me, but I was still a few years off. There are some things I, I can do. Some some healing, some preservation, but all-out resurrection is beyond my ability and not quite what my lady would advise. Yeah, pulling one back from a different plane is uh, a bit tricky, isn't it? Well, and, you know, uh, ice and frost is not really very life-giving. Needs someone killed, and she's gonna, kinda, after she says that, she's gonna, um, no, no disrespect. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's okay. Uh, you're, you're fine. These are the, the lots we've been given in life, you know? Unfortunately, yes. I can provide you and your company with some hospitality, if, if need be, but I... I'm afraid that is all I can really do. I appreciate that. I think I think we're going to be okay. Tell me more about these refugees coming in. Why are they coming here? There have been multiple half-elven that have somewhat tried to sneak in among the humans, look for jobs here, look for work, been found out, and have come here for safety. Where are you sending them, or are they just living here? There's a few underground here. In the dead of night, a few of them try to travel to either Spring Yard or Good News Bay, Bunchberry Village. A few even tried to get further south into the Shattered Empire. But those ones are a little harder, but they're a little... Well, depends on which section, but they're a lot more welcoming of others. Yeah. Well, look, we... Uh, I'm, I'm unfortunately on a bit of a time crunch. Are you aware of either of the other two deities in this area involving themselves with resurrection? True resurrection. The dwarves are fickle. Unless you dwarf, it's a small chance they'll even help you or come near you. They don't let those that enter their churches stay very long. And if you're in there, then may she seek mercy on you. But they 
They have a long, drawn-out process for determining if someone's worthy of it. Your, your friend was a dwarf, I'm assuming. Uh, um, no, unfortunately not. He's quite the opposite. Elven? Uh, well, not that bad. <laughs> He's a Goliath. Um, that's worse. <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> bummer. <laughs> uh, they might try to kill him again. There was a clash about four or five years ago. A nomadic group got in with the giants and they tried to overtake the city. It was a small war. Some of the industrial district got destroyed. That's why you can only find meeting hall number four. One through three were destroyed in the conflict. I see. Well, giants working with Goliaths. That's, uh, what's the world coming to? From what I hear, quite a bit of shit. <laughs> quite a bit of shit. In terms of the sect of the flame, opposites, I don't trust them. A lot of the, the humans and the others in the lower areas seem to appreciate their work. They've done a massive help for those that are not allowed help or assistance from the Gem of the Stone. You can kind of tell who is who if they give you a stay warm or keep warm somewhat of a greeting, and they normally serve the flame in some fashion. Gotcha. But I do know that when there was a cave-in a few months back, they did resurrect one of the miners that did get entombed. And he wasn't all sticky and gross when he came back to life? <laughs> uh, no, though I'm not sure of the price, the cost up front of what was needed. He was an active practitioner before then, though, so I hate to say that they might be a best bet. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Agreed. Well, I'm staying at the Goldenstein. I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but if anything comes up, uh, you need help, send me a message. And I'm going to unhook the sack of gold <laughs> that I was given and just hand it over and say, put this to good use for the people that you're helping. I, 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 I can't take this. I'm leaving it, so do with, do with it what you will. She's going to burst into tears and say fuck all to formality and give you a massive crushing hug. <laughs> I actually, I need the, um, the charitable tax write-off form <laughs> that you get. If you could, I, I, I keep track of all that. So if you could just get that form from her or have her sign it, I'm going to need that write-off. I don't know anything about taxes, so I'll have to come back for that. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's a shattered shattered empire thing, I guess. We have some tax for... No. <laughs> um, if you and yours need any assistance, we'll be here for about another month before uh, trying our luck elsewhere. If there was more of us left, it'd be better, but... If I'm not in the area and something goes sideways, see if you can send any word through the patrons. If I'm nearby, I'll come. I will. Thank you. And uh, I'll head out the back this time. That's probably for the best. Yeah. And she's going to take you through. You can see it's it's a very small kind of rundown church. The pews are a little a little worn, and of one or two of them, you can see are up against the walls, broken. At the very center, you can still see they have they do have a statue here instead of the silvered snowflakes from out front. And it looks like a much younger version of Mab. As I'm heading out, I'm going to put the uh, the rod back in its temporal portal and <laughs> pull my hood back up. Best of, of luck, Sir Knight. Same to you. 
which is kind of just gonna you see she'll only do a few, few fewer locks open the back door and you can see that it is actually well hidden there's a, a large couple of trees on one side barrels and crates on the other and you can kind of make your way back through the alleys all right once i get my bearings i'll head uh, directly to the golden stein all right Hello there! Trent here to tell you about the awesome benefits we offer over to our fans on Patreon. We recently decided that to bring the most value possible to our tiers, we would restructure them and pack as many rewards in there as possible. We have three great tiers to offer, each unlocking amazing monthly rewards. We offer everything from a sub-only Discord channel to actually being in the game. If any of this has tickled your fancy, then jump on over to Patreon and become a member. But remember, this is only entirely if you want to. The show will absolutely always be free, but we just wanted some way to reward those who want to support the show and give back to us so we could give back to you. In any case, we appreciate all of our fans and hope you enjoy these episodes. This week's episode is brought to you in part by Easy Roller Dice. They are a customer-focused tabletop game company specializing in products for gamers, educators, and all other professions alike. They have a full collection of beautifully crafted dice as well as a whole inventory of other great gaming materials to suit your every gaming need. Go on over to the website and check out their full list of amazing products. And while you're there, add something to your cart because our listeners are receiving a special 25% off discount when you enter DOD25 at checkout. So as always, thanks a bunch to Easy Roller Dice. Thank you all for listening. Do you want to get real cozy with the show? Stop in at our merchandise store hosted on TeePublic and check out our designs. You can rep your favorite podcast and announce your nerddom proudly to the whole world at the same time. Or like, from your house with a mug. Either way. To find us, just search Do or Dice or go directly to tpublic.com slash user slash do or dice. Octavian. Yeah. Heading off to the Sect of the Flame? Yes. So the Sect of the Flame meeting hall is very much like on the cusp of the slums district. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to head there. Uh, essentially, with with it in mind, I'm, I'm going there, whatever it costs, you know. So we're going to make this happen. Do I know anything of the Sect of the Flame? No, they are relatively new religion of the past few years. They have kind of sprouted up here, won over a good number of the non-dwarfs. Even a few dwarves have actually converted to the Sect of the Flame. They're, uh, you know, flames and forges kind of thing. Yeah. The Sect was kind of a little smart on this part, and they do use a forge as their symbol in this area. Okay. That's fine. I'm not a craft. Well, I'm a craftsman, but not a metal worker. But that's all right. We'll 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 figure it out. I'm going to approach the temple with vigor. So the sect of the flame is caddy corner across from the graceful potato barber shop. Yeah, I'm gonna need to stop there and get cut. <laughs> after after you should do that before, so you look you're looking fly when you walk into the. Now <laughs> I'm gonna use prestidigitation to make myself look presentable. Okay, okay. Smell like nice and... Smell like fire smoke. They might dig it. Yeah. You never know. Smell like gunpowder and death. Sweat, (laughs) manliness. Edgies. Yeah. I'm edgy. I'm edgy now. 
Oh, dear God. As you approach this, it is a, kind of a nondescript building. You're going to see on either side, windows have been boarded up, but their like, symbol, their flag has kind of gone on it. You can kind of see uh, signs of expansion. They are kind of expanding in this oh, area. Expanding? You need money to expand. How fortuitous. Outside, you see two large braziers just going nonstop. And on the front of the door is kind of just it's metal and a little bit inset and kind of has a forge kind of motif to it. Okay. i going to try to open the door if it's open. If not, I will, you know, declare myself. It is. And they're actually, by the time you got here, it was pretty much right around noon and they have just started a sermon. Or you're pretty much in the middle of their sermon. Oh, boy. They hear the word of God. Uh, I- <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna come in and uh, kind of you know not necessarily make my presence known, but if like the dude's giving mm-hmm. a sermon and he hears the door open, I'll just kind of you know kind of <laughs> step to the side and and listen to what he's saying. So go ahead and preach. I want to hear it. They, they do have like a little basin with a it's a weird fragrant substance that people have just been like being Catholic about it, but not Catholic. Sure. I'll, I'll go, I'll go full Catholic and, you know, dab, Catholic on this. dab my face with the oil and, and, you know, bow and all the other. Yeah. It is legit oil. Oh, Ugh. okay. Yeah. Well. But it's like, it's, it's very fragrant. So it's kind of right. like, yeah, it's a weird combination, but it smells quite nice. So I will sit in the back and mm-hmm. wait for, you know, father Elon to get done and, <laughs> oh no! This isn't this isn't Elon. This oh, okay. this is a human. This this is an this, this is human. Oh, human. Yeah. All right. And then as as soon as he's done, I'll I'll kind of like you know approach the dais. So yeah, it's as hard. You can't really get a a seat. The whole place is pretty well packed. The priest up front. He's this built guy. It looks like he has worked in a forge. Sure. Uh, long kind of golden blonde hair. You know, you can kind of barely see his eyes from here. But he gives a sermon, and everyone is very, very into it. He's using a little bit of dramatics, and, you know, he's able to create flame out of his hands. Southern Baptist, all right. Yeah. Okay, cool. He's attractive and charismatic, just like every other bad guy. (laughs) After about 20 minutes or so, it's kind of over, and he's going to walk up to the front. People are going to kind of come up behind him. He's going to open the door and just start shaking everyone's hand as they go. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to be last. And just kind of wait and hang out until, you know, I can get up there and pull him aside. You see, he kind of slides a few people. You can kind of see he's giving a few people gold. That's kind of like, um, for your grandmother. Uh, Different little things in there. He's trying to, you know, help a few people from from what you can see. Sure. But then you're able to approach him. He's going to reach out his hand to to shake yours. I'll reach forward and, like, shake in his uh, father, priest, um... Your holiness? Um, no, no, not you. I am, but merely a brother. I am Brother Helberg. Brother Helberg. How, how, how wonderful of a name. My name is Octavian Glimmergaunt. I am a bard from the Bardic School of Poldenstaff in the southern, well, everything's pretty much southern from here, but the southern region. I'm up here on an exploratory mission, and I would like to talk with you about a proposition that I have to solve a problem that I am currently facing. By all means, the, uh, the church is more than happy to help those in need. Well, just to get to the 
the blunt version because unfortunately I am running out of time. I have a companion, a friend, who was protecting me and my other companions and unfortunately died in combat. And it was unjust and he, he is too valuable to me as a, a friend and a compatriot and a traveling companion to lose and I I need a true resurrection. And I know that's a lot and I know whatever the cost, whatever I need to do to make it happen, I, I'm, I'm hoping you and, and your power of your deity can, can, can help me here. You don't ask for small things, friend. Un unfortunately not, but I have the resources to back it up, to to pay for for that resurrection in, in any way I can. It can be done. Some items will be needed to be gathered, but it can be done. Um, was able to help doing a uh, tunnel collapse a few months back. It was it was for how long has your friend been gone for? Uh, upwards of 10 days. He, he is running out of time. He, We were around a spellcaster who, who preserved his body for us, but that, that spell is wearing thin. Uh, un understandably so. There's not many who can... A true resurrection. All... All right. Is it, is it gold you need? That is, is one component of it, yes. What What is the other component? Diamonds to be consumed. We are in a mining town. I'm, I'm assuming there are diamonds readily available that I can purchase. Which is convenient, yes. Um, all right. You will need to bring your friend here. Oh, true resurrection. All right. Yes, yes. I, I can do this. Um, what, what, bring... and if I may interject here, I apologize, uh, brother, but what deity do you serve? I am unfamiliar with your sect. The pure flame. Life-giving. Warmth. And this cold, barren wasteland, it's an element that we all need to survive in this time. Uh, okay. I am going to preface this. My friend is a Goliath. He was of uh, a religion who idolized, maybe is the word for it, death. And, and I don't know, honestly, that he will want to come back or if it is possible to bring him back. But I, I cannot sit idly by and, and, and not try. So I do want to preface this. This is probably not going to be a standard resurrection. So if there is anything else that I can do to signal boost your god's power or, or any other quality of materials needed, or uh, I, I understand how things work. So a little bit more grease on that old expansion palm that I see that you are working on in the way of coin to make it a better chance of success rate. I, I understand. I know how bureaucrats work. I can make it happen. Okay. I, I need the utmost diligence and the best try that you have. Are we clear? I'm going to need 50,000 gold worth of diamonds. That is a lot of diamonds. <laughs> oh, boy. Fuck. Ah. Hmm. That, John, that's a big number. And that's just the spell component. Time for a heist. No, I mean, I got it. I could pay for it. <laughs> oh. like, that's, that's not the problem. It's do, just... do you say that? No. I'm, this okay. is out of game. <laughs> I'm trying to decide 
if Octavian thinks Javok's life is worth it. Uh, because <laughs> Javok and me never got along. And I could easily just be like, yeah, sorry, they said no, and walk away from this. I have very few things with this character. Money is one of the more important ones, and that's going to be a big drain on my resources because someone took my fucking card away. So... Part of the bad part down. Ooh. Okay, it's fine. What, what else is needed, brother? For services, donation to the church, 50 to 100. Fuck. Okay. I mean, of course, uh, your donation is much appreciated for the church. The more you can give, uh, the more we appreciate. Wink, wink, right? <laughs> Okay. Well, hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. I will procure the diamonds, and we will go from there. Excellent. I will start preparations here. Can can you can I pray with you very quickly? I'm not I'm not one to believe in deities, but I'm also not one to not put any stake in it. Obviously, they are. Um. I would just like to see if I could have a little bit more personal stake in this as far as feeling what you feel, if that's possible to pray with me for a moment. I would love nothing more. Come. He's going to lead you up to the, the center, and there's you know, a, a nice large brazier giving up quite a bit of heat. But before we do that, just, uh, you know, know how that works. I'm going to give him 55 gold pieces so that the praying, you know, takes a little bit more hold. <laughs> Your donation is not needed, but much appreciated, brother. Of course. Let us pray. And he's going to kneel down in front of the brazier and motion for you to go beside him. All right. Not the first time someone's asked me to get on my knees. Let's do it. For religion so purposes. <laughs> Even the... Roll me a religion check. Okay. I'm eight. So you can't quite tell any heat on you other than the, the brazier's heat. All right. But you can feel a warmth coming off of the brother beside you. Okay. Hmm. How enlightening. Does does he say, like, is it just, we're just sitting there? Oh, he's going through just like a, a standard, right. yeah, a standard hail flame. I'm, I'm going to stop you right there, brother. I, I am, well... To, to sound as, as pretentious as possible. I am educated. And with that education comes a higher understanding of what it means to be religious. I don't need your Hail Marys. I don't need your introductory. <laughs> I need the real prayer. Not your we're trying to get more people to get more money prayer. I know how this works. Show me your God. He's gonna nod. So be it. And he's going to hold his hands out to the flame, and the, the brazier is going to grow. And at the center of the brazier, you're going to see kind of an outline of a figure start to form. I can also do tricks with flame as well. The figure is going to step out of the fire. That's a pretty impressive trick. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted proof. Yes, it is proof that I require. The voice was not coming from the brother. Oh. It was coming from Elon. <laughs> I'm going to look up at the flame guy. Before you, you're going to see a tall, probably well over six foot tall. Yeah. Tieflink. Eyes of mishmash color. Uh, one of blue, one of orange. Okay. You summon a demon. 
I am mortal. How fucking clutch would it be if I just like whipped out a rapier and ran it through him real quick? That would be <laughs> fucking plot twist. Okay. This is odd. I'd like to dive into that a little bit more if I could. You are mortal. Are yes. you the pa- patron of this call, uh, religion? <laughs> I am the Archbishop. Archbishop. Okay. What is your name, sir? My name is Father Pryor. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Okay. My name is Octavian. Octavian Glimmergon. Nice to meet your acquaintance. I have some questions. I have some answers. As I was explaining to your brother, I have a very important person in my life that I need to resurrect. How honest are you being about him being important? 100%. Right now, okay. he I mean, while we never got along, he has protected me in situations. Mm-hmm. We were very candid and honest about wanting to kill each other. He is incredibly important to Scout, who is now even more so incredibly important to me. I think and... he also thinks that he's the key to her sanity. Yeah, that's the other part of it, is that we, if we actually lose her, I, or if we lose him, I lose her. And uh, him and Harrion respect each other. And so, as well as, you know, the, the Leffy component of, you know, obviously there is a connection there, and, and Leffy is someone that I, I do respect. So I would say that he, he's important to my survival in getting out of here, because if this party leaves, I could hire a new party. But I, I wouldn't trust them because I have that personal connection with these guys. So, 100% honesty. I need him back. And I need to know that when we bring him back, he won't just be a zombie. Or he won't be a slave to fire. Or whatever it is we do here. I need to know that true resurrection is that. He can walk away. Of course. Of course. You say that very matter-of-factly. I respect that, but I also need to know why. As I overheard your conversation with Brother Helberg, you get down the brass tacks. Money is money in this world. Money is money. I, I respect the brass tacks of the situation. Why, why do all religious organizations have to be greedy? It just, it, it defeats the purpose. There's that under, either way, I'm not going to get on a soapbox about it. I need to know that my 100,000 gold minimum, right, is going to go to a good purpose. Expansion of the church. We feed a good number of the people here in the slums. We have heard of a incident up in the spring yard settlement that we're going to be sending some of our clerics to go investigate. Okay. So this will help feed and clothe them for the long journey. And the part of my compatriot having complete freedom once he is resurrected. You get what you pay for. We'll have no hold over him. And then the further cost, the non-monetary cost. You, you lot don't do much without, I guess, wanting to add to your congregation. Is there any, any other stipulations or fine print that you're only going to reveal after the fact where I don't have a choice. No, just make sure your Goliath friend comes uncovered. Let the populace see him, and then they'll see him walk out of here. PR. Right. The dwarves don't do much for others outside of their kind. PR. They'll see that we... It's an image thing. 
We get enough of the fire against the frost. Mm. You could say it's a PR thing. Right. We've had some setbacks in the Shattered Empire, so we're looking to... What sort of set... What what sort of setbacks? Attacks against my church. Were they warranted? In my mind, no. We were attacked. There were explosions in one of our temples we were starting to convert. Yeah? Fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, it's, uh... It's refreshing to know that, uh... Once again, I am right. And a non-for-profit religious organization is out for themselves in the business. I respect it. I do. I'm, I'm a man of wealth. I, I did not get here without having those same ideals. But I, it's also disheartening that whatever good you do is outlined by what's, let's say, a capitalist mindset. True religion is hard to find. And it looks to be that this is not one of the places where I'll find it. I will have the Goliath and the money by the end of the day. Gentlemen. If you happen to find what you are searching for, let me know. <laughs> Says the Archbishop to the commoner. And I'll walk out and head to the, uh, what was it? The Golden Stein. Golden Stein. I need to alert my party and then spend all my fucking money. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to keep up on everything Do or Dice, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Do or Dice Podcast, or join us in our Discord. You can find all of our show notes, character sheets, and player bios on DoOrDicePodcast.com. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and leave a review. We appreciate all of them. See you soon. Same dice time, same dice channel. My name is Octavian Glimmergaunt. I am of the I am from the Octavian. I am from the Glimmergaunt uh, family of bards from the Bardic College down north. I don't know. Down have, north? Down. Fuck <laughs> me. Woo. He's going to roll that one back yeah, there. So. Roll that back there. Roll that back. <laughs> <Duh>. Yeah. <laughs>